Welcome to Ballast Do. I'm Rodney Hope, Minister of Ballast. Thank you for joining us. And we couldn't do this without you. So I pray you continue to support our endeavors while we take this journey together during these very troubled times. And please keep in mind, these opinions are not the ideas of Ballast Do. Okay? In this episode, moving right along, I'm going to explain the root of all evil, which is money. A lot of people say it, a lot of people feel that way. Uh, It doesn't apply to everybody and how they incorporate their their, uh, financial success, I guess we call it. Not all money is good money, but you know, for those that have acquired it the the proper way, uh, we're not saying all of them are evil, we're not saying that, but money is the root of all evil. It's in the Bible, it's true. So many scenarios uh, that present themselves that concern money and evil deeds in order to get that money. So, as you well know, we're living in in some very perilous times and uh, a lot of polarization going on. And therefore, we need an understanding of where the trouble lies and how to come to terms with it. So that is why I chose this topic to speak on. And hey, I consider myself an egalitarian. I believe in equality for all. Therefore, it greatly disappoints me, as well as others I've, I've spoken with, and uh, we've all concluded that there's a serious decline in the hopes of achieving the American dream. The wealth disparity in this country is beyond alarming. I mean, the top 1% own almost half of all the wealth in this country. And that's according to uh, several publications. 650 billionaires saw their net worth increase by more than $4 trillion. And in the U.S., billionaires got about approximately, I would say, 1.2 trillion richer during this pandemic also. And the wealthy, the wealthiest Americans now own almost all the stock market. Business Insider says 89%. So let's not go by all the symbols and words by these politicians and stuff, man, because, hey, the proof's in the pudding. And not to mention... Trump's corporate tax cut uh, went from 35 to 21%. And it didn't increase the average household income. The wealth disparity in this country and worldwide is shameful. It's a recipe for disaster. And I'd like to add that greed is one of the seven deadly sins. Matthew 16, 26. What good will it be for someone to gain the world yet to forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Matthew 19.24 And again I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. That's deep. Luke 12, 16-21 Jesus tells us the parable of the rich fool. And it goes as such. The rich man's fields grew much wheat and barley for making grain. And he said to himself, I have so much. I do not have enough room in my old barn for all of this wheat and barley. I will take down the old barn and I will build a new bigger one. So the man had his servants make a new and bigger barn. The man put all his wheat and barley in the barn. He felt very pleased with how much he had. He said, I have so much. 
can rest now. I will eat, drink, be happy, and have a party. That night, God said to the rich man, you are a fool. Tonight you will die. Your time on earth is over. Now who will get all the wheat and barley? Then Jesus said, this is the way it is for people who lay up treasure and money and things for themselves on this earth, but they are not rich toward God. The rich man had a lot for his life here on earth, but he had done nothing to prepare for the next life after he died. He was rich here on earth, but he was poor for eternity. People give a lot of time and work toward getting a nice house, nice car, putting money in the bank, but they give no time toward their eternal life. Then when the time comes to die, they have no plans for heaven. And Jesus calls this man a fool. The gospel story regarding the rich man is an increasing relevant parable on which to reflect its anti-materialistic messages in stark contrast to this consumer-driven society that we live in today. And Jesus elaborates, the Ten Commandments is not enough to truly be one with God and enter the kingdom of heaven. Rather, only by giving up our earthly mindset that the value of a person is solely judged by the material possessions. Will the holy gates be opened up for us? Jesus' teachings challenge us. It challenges us to look deep inside ourselves and uncover what is most important in our lives. Jesus implies that the rich are, are distinguished by what they choose to value. The rich man's primary concern in a lot of instances is to make himself, and I'm not saying this is all rich people, but to make themselves look better compared to anyone else. And society convinces him to demonstrate his work by buying the fanciest cars and the biggest houses. Therefore, he is more inclined to praise his possessions and money more so than a relationship with God. But I like to add, look here, this doesn't apply to everyone that's rich. Look here, all can be redeemed. With faith and reconciliation, hope grows, miracles blossom. He can bring peace. He can help you work it out. And I say to people of all nationalities, don't let your pursuit of money cause you to lose your soul. The greed and hoarding of all resources by the ultra-wealthy is bringing this country to destruction. Now we sincerely hope Battle Students' content approach can inspire more conversations on how to subvert this wealth, inequality, and systemic racism. We are on the brink right now of passing infrastructure and climate, climate change legislation, along with child care and free college. Now some of these are off the table, some are still being negotiated. I, I don't, it hasn't all been uh, etched in stone yet. But these programs can bring about some economic harmony in this country and it can help uplift the less advantaged. And what we want is to even the scales. Everyone, in spite of whatever their current situation with the family they're born into, should have an equal opportunity to uh, uh, 
experience the American dream or just experience the dream, heavenly dream of uh, accomplishing all you were set for to accomplish with your, uh, your talents and abilities and, and uh, moving forward with your life and, and, and blessing others as well, you know. And there's a lot of money flowing in America. This, a lot of these benefits can uh, easily be accomplished. Um, I think African Americans and Indians, they should, uh, in, in regards to America, they should ask for, for compensation. Uh, not reparation, compensation. This is a better word. After all the general, the generational wealth that has been stolen from blacks and indigenous people, as well as other nationalities in America, um, I think compensation is a better word to use. The word entitlement that this Christian cinema and Joe Manson are so cavalierly espousing is often branded as a racist trope. Used often in American society by racists and politicians and pundits when talking about welfare benefits or other governmental assistance for the poor, implying that those who receive these benefits don't deserve them because they supposedly lack the motivation to improve their situation. There's also this false implication that wealth redistribution is bad for society. What the society, what the studies about attitudes of the wealthy show is that those with power and money consider themselves entitled. Moreover, the wealthy, their entitlements are branded differently. It's, it's basically hypocrisy, but they call them tax loopholes, subsidies, nepotism, so on and so forth hoarding all the resources. Uh, what the world needs now is economic harmony. And not just more of the same from a lot of these establishment politicians and Jim Crow relics. That concludes today's podcast. Thank you for supporting Balance Do. We're a black veteran-owned tax-exempt nonprofit organization. All proceeds from donations will go toward furthering our message of inspiration, positivity, and spiritual guidance and education all geared towards strengthening and uplifting the community. We need your continued support. Let us listen to our podcast, reviewing it, sharing it, volunteering, or donating. And for more information on upcoming events, podcast programs, new services or whatnot, just visit us at balancedo.org. And remember, we don't bend, we don't break, we keep together for heaven's sake. Let's take this journey together, folks. And remember, God blesses those that bless others. And listen to the advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Hope to see you soon. Peace out.